This is In the Know for Wednesday, November 11, the 316th day of 2020. There are 50 days left in the year. Today is Veterans Day. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, watch on YouTube live on Periscope and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Have a temperature shift that we are in the middle of. And of course, we uh, celebrate veterans today. We've got that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? Doing pretty well. Celebrating veterans today. Yeah. No veterans, no soldiers, no country. That's right. Right? So thankful for our veterans. Got to have them, absolutely. Uh, Of course, we'll be celebrating uh, veterans throughout the day today. Uh, A lot of stuff, um, a lot of people around the the nation, of course. It's also Armistice Day, Mm -hmm. Veterans Day here uh, in the good old United States of America. Uh, Have you... um, of the last four years, I would have expected that I would know the answer to this question. But are you aware of anyone in the country or maybe the world who also has, shares the name of our current president, Donald Trump? I'm not. I would think math dictates that someone somewhere has to be named Donald Trump. Right. And would maybe be getting some notoriety. But we have found, thanks to the election, uh, perhaps the uh, most famous mayor in Japan, in Yamato, Japan, their mayor's name is Joe Biden. J O B A I D E N. I presume he's holding his name tag right. up in that photo. Right. I don't read Japanese, uh-uh. so I don't know. But can you imagine how suddenly he's become uh, much more <laughs> famous, I suppose, because he shares uh, the name with, uh, I mean, he's a politician. Sure, he's a mayor. So they, they don't have presidents. What do they have? 
uh, Emperor Hirohito, or I don't know. Yeah, I think they have sure they have they're... a partial democracy now okay. in Japan. Gotcha. Well, will uh, he ascend though to be the top of the leadership ladder now that he? Is this the guy we blame everything on for the next four years, though, is my question. I'm well, not I sure. Mean, if he ascends to the top and all of our leaders across the world become Joe Bidens. Maybe. It would be a very interesting uh, meeting. Beach is on assignment again today, so calling out to the bullpen to five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. Two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe from Washington, London, Moscow, and even Millwood. Sam Gorman and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. Welcome back. Thank you. Are you able to pitch on one day's rest? Well, I can't do my right arm. It's a little sore, so luckily I'm left-handed, though. It's uh, we're, we're ready to go. Good. We're ready to roll. I mean, normally you're working in a reliever role, typically. Yes. Uh, I rolled as Chapman out in, the, out in the pen. I didn't want to pitch you on two, two short days rest, but uh, I knew you'd be a gamer here in, in the <laughs> postseason in the bottom of the ninth. When we gotta, when we gotta have you. Well, I hope I'm not Chapman then. If it's postseason bottom of the night, that's maybe not the, yeah, the did, greatest. That uh, didn't work out so well for uh, for we uh, Yankees people. It's Veterans Day today, and as we always like to do, uh, from the jump, we want to celebrate those who have served. Uh, no matter the branch of service, uh, all the all the service branches are important, and I am blessed to know someone from serving in all of them. And so uh, before we get into any of the headlines, basically wanted to salute the various armed forces medley. And when you hear your service branch, uh, then uh, feel uh, feel free to celebrate however however you need to. But the uh, armed forces medley is our tribute to veterans today. And we will begin with the Army. Navy. U.S. Marine Corps.
U.S. Army. Thank you, veterans, whether you serve in the U.S. Coast Guard, the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Marine Corps, or the United States Army. We thank you for your service. And again, as we said, no soldiers means no country. So thanks to all of those who have served. Uh, Veterans Day, weather-wise, is a, is a transitional day from the uh, warmer temperatures. I think, Misty, I heard you say 80 was the, like, from 80 to 50. 60, or yeah, maybe yeah. even 40 when it's all said and done mm-hmm. we will uh we will uh feel more like fall more like the seasonal temperatures that we're supposed to get we have morning showers today cooler air is going to settle in we'll struggle we'll just kind of be in the middle you know in the in the mid 50s and then we'll tail off into the 30s tonight uh the cool and dry weather remains uh into friday and highs sit in the 50s a cold front brings showers back into the forecast late saturday into sunday so today, rain chance of 30%, a high of 60. 40 as the low tonight with decreasing clouds, mostly sunny, and 62 tomorrow. I think for the next four, five, six days, we'll be we'll see highs in the 60s each day, which will be nice. I'll take I'll take that mm-hmm. as opposed to highs in the 50s or the 40s, mm-hmm. which could be on the horizon. Uh, McConnell, Mitch, Schumer, Chuck, both reelected to their leadership positions in the U.S. Senate. But not sure who's the majority and not sure who's the minority. Mm-hmm. We did uh, find out that one race, that North Carolina race, was called for Senator Tom Tillis. He uh, held off Democratic challenge, so that's one more for the Republicans. Uh, but it's now 49-48 with two runoffs, and the Alaska seat uh, is still unknown. So these two Georgia seats are going to be very important, and they need two of the three that are not known because uh, Vice President-elect Harris, I think that's the first time I've said that, uh, will cast a tie-breaking vote mm-hmm. in the Senate. So if the Democratic Party has the White House, then it's like having an extra vote in the Senate during a tiebreaker. So the Republicans really need 51 to maintain the majority in there. 500, we thought the U.S. Senate race in North Carolina was expensive, and we thought that the U.S. Senate race in Kentucky was expensive. It was, uh, uh, we expect $500 million to be spent in Georgia. You want to go buy some radio stations in, in Georgia? <laughs> only only this year, and then I want to reset. Yeah, I should have known that a year ago. I yeah. might, have given it some, might have given it some thought. Now, mm-hmm. on the other, in the lower chamber, uh, you've got uh, Nancy Pelosi, who I presume will hang on to the gavel, although there's some discussion on whether she will or will not. Uh, the Democrats do, will maintain their uh, will maintain their majority, but it'll be much closer in the House than it has been. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting the way that you look at the way that the election vote went and how close it was between uh, Republicans and Democrats, 
and now both houses of Congress are going to be very close. Is is that continued gridlock, or will we find some people who defect to the other side? You know, in the House, it's different because there's a group of independents. Mm-hmm. You've got a group of independents that can go sort of either way and can swing the tide, especially when it's so close. If you have 200 Republicans and you have 200 Democrats, there's 400. And let's just say you have 30 independents. Where the independents go makes a big difference. Yeah. In the House. So it's uh, going to be an interesting at least couple of years to see what happens. Uh, Governor Andy Bashir says 2,120 new cases of coronavirus confirmed in Kentucky over the pre- uh, previous 24-hour period, bringing us to 124,646, 14 new fatalities. Uh, the positivity rate just keeps going up, up, and up, 7.68%. And I know... Uh, that I read a couple of months ago, maybe three months ago, that if the positivity rate goes above 10%, that's basically considered out of control. Really? Well, I know that's been Bashir's thing. If you go to a state that is above 10%, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days when you get back. Mm -hmm. That's been his. And so nationally, the positivity rate is increasing, but this just that metric of getting to 10%. Hmm. And so it uh, brings us to total tests, 2.269 tests performed in Kentucky. Do you want to know what the governor says about Thanksgiving? Do say. He says that Thanksgiving isn't canceled, but you should limit your gatherings to people within your same household. Uh, there is a reason that we're seeing a spike in um, positivity, and it has to do with things like apathy. It has to do with things like fatigue. It has to do with things like bonfires and cookouts and haunted houses, and we've gotten suddenly very close to one another again here in the fall, and we're going to we're seeing it go in a dangerous direction until we choose to do something else. We can expect it to continue in that dangerous direction. Dr. Stephen Stack said cramming large numbers of people from various households into confined spaces where they're eating, drinking, talking, and laughing together is a perfect recipe to spread this virus. Mm -hmm. And we're not even to Thanksgiving yet. Mm -mm. No, I'm anxious to see where we are uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Closer to home, 51 new cases of coronavirus confirmed since the health department's last update. They uh, released that yesterday. The cases bring the total for Grayson County to 700 since the onset of the pandemic. 95 active cases as of yesterday. 12 patients hospitalized. I think that's the numbers I also heard confirmed on Shop Local Litchfield. Are we in the ballpark on that, Misty? Is that still accurate as far as you know? As far as I know. All right. Very good. What else? The state... Uh, Budget Director John Hicks reported yesterday that despite the coronavirus pandemic, October's general fund receipts rose 3% over last year in the state of Kentucky. Now, where they did not come from was the hospitality sector. Uh, There are some, you know, we've done we've done more spending and we're doing, you know, home improvement type things. We're 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 investing in our domiciles Mm -hmm. and in the things that we can do to keep separate. But we are not going and staying at state parks. We're not going to say. And so that's what a lot of the state budget relies upon is revenue from tourism, state parks, conventions, et cetera. And so they're going to have to rework the budget 
the governor said last week they are going to be able to balance this year's budget, but they're concerned about what's happening going forward. So at least for the short run, seems like uh, receipts coming in even year over year, 3% more in 2020 than 2019, which you wouldn't have been able to convince me of uh, just a few days ago. A Litchfield woman has been injured after her vehicle hydroplaned on Claggett Road last night about 640. Uh, Sheriff's Office and Litchfield Fire responded to 650 Claggett Road, where 22-year-old Gabrielle Thornton lost control of a navigator as she drove out of a curve traveling south on the uh, rain on the wet roadway. Entered a ditch, traveled about 75 yards. Uh, the, the Lincoln struck an embankment and sent it into a tree line. Uh, firefighter said she was on her way to work and was transported by private means to Twin Lakes Regional with non-life-threatening injuries. Great to hear that. That uh, there were no lawn, none, there were not any life-threatening injuries. The Clarkson Police Department seized methamphetamine and cash during a traffic stop on E-Town Road earlier this week, about 11:30 Monday morning. Chief Buck Meredith observed a Saab passenger car driving erratically on East Main Street, traveled east, and uh, they initiated a traffic stop in the 6200 block of Elizabethtown Road near the intersection of Crow Hollow Road. The driver, 46-year-old Abraham Valinsky of Oregon, who has been in the area for several months, uh, was suspected to be under the influence of a substance, and uh, he was detained, refused to produce a driver's license. He was asked his name, and apparently he said, Puddentain, ask me again, I'll tell you the name. <laughs> tell you the same. He's, well, he gave a false name. I don't know if it was Puddentain. But it, it was a false name. It, it definitely would have been fun. I hope that's what he said. <laughs> right. By the way, there's just something about his facial expression. I don't know that it's... Um, he seems very surprised that I, he's going to jail. It's, he seems... A, yeah, I don't like, know. I, really, I, I don't... It's not... I've seen better and I've seen worse. I've seen funnier. I've seen less funny. Yeah. But there's just something about the... Most people, I don't know. I, they try to look down to the side or so you don't get the... But he's just like, here I am. Yeah, it yeah, was it's just I, I like okay, picture taken. I don't know. Let me get posed. It just I don't know what Chin to make up. of it. There's something there that I just is just beyond my reach, yep. and I can't mm-hmm. uh, I can't say what it is. An Eastern Kentucky judge who was elected last week to the Kentucky Supreme Court has been rebuked in a ruling issued by the state court of appeals for losing his temper during a hearing. Greenup Circuit Judge Robert Conley ex, uh, acted peremptorily, profanely, and dyspeptically. Okay. All right. I'm going to need a definition some, on the last that's one. some lawyer jargon. When he shouted and cursed at a defendant and slammed his hand on his bench, the Court of Appeals wrote an opinion released on Friday. Okay. Did, did the defendant deserve it? Well, I, that's what I can't condemn him until I know what the Ex- defendant exactly. did. Exactly. Has there been some times where I've... Sometimes we're too passive in the courtroom with criminals. Conley revoked defendant James Burns' probation and sentenced him to 10 years in prison during the hearing last year. The appellate panel reversed Conley's order and sent the case back to him. The panel said Conley erred because he didn't enter findings of fact to justify the revocation. Oh, okay. So maybe it was a procedural thing, but they they... Their, the way they opened the door to this was his behavior, but then the technicality of not entering the, the findings of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know. He's He was elected to the state's high court with 54% of the vote, defeating state rep Chris Harris. His term starts on January the 4th. Um, I've, I feel bad for judges. I feel bad. 
I mean, listen, in my courtroom, I lose my temper a lot. Some of y'all just heathens. <laughs> some you, just, of us, you just can't be passive all the time. Some are very. At some point, hand holding doesn't work. No. That's all I'm saying. You could slap on the wrist with the ruler. That's what the nuns taught us. <laughs> maximum security. I don't. I was never taught by any nuns. I wasn't but either. I don't know. But in the cartoons, it always. Maximum was security was just uh, disqualified after crossing the finish line first in the 2019 Kentucky Derby. Has been retired to stud. The four-year-old coat Colt uh, ended his career with a fifth-place finish in the Six Million Dollar Breeders' Cup Classic last weekend at Keeneland. So uh, two couple horses in a couple days. Now authentic and maximum security both retired. The new Rupp Arena floor is out. <laughs> Sam, like it? Don't like it? Uh, I mean, it's different. What's it look I, like? They put uh, a I big a banner. Picture. They put a big central bank banner in the corners of the floor. It junks it up. It's ugly. Oh. I, don't, I don't like it. If they want to put their name on it, that's fine. But they could. It looks too much like the out of bounds line. Yeah, that's right. That's they, they could have done it better. Same for the players. Yes, yeah. that's kind of my complaint. Sam, did you see John Rom shot yesterday? Yeah, sixteen hole in one on his birthday at the Masters. Skipped it like a rock across the water. Goes up the green, makes that? a big left turn, goes in. Maybe one of the greatest shots ever in the history of golf. I saw it on the news this morning, but I didn't hear any of the yeah. audio, so I didn't know it was his birthday. Yeah. Got to get to a break. Happy awesome. birthday, John Rom. Got to get to a break. Back with more here on In the Know. Tech Report, Larry Olson, and... Today is Remembrance Day, commemorating the end of World War One at 11 a.m. on the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. That's how it's observed in Canada, the United Kingdom, and Australia. It's Armistice Day in Belgium and France, and we're supposed to, the original tradition was two minutes of silence at 11-11. And then here in the States, we've just morphed it into Veterans Day. So a tribute to all people who have served in all branches, all time. Different than Memorial Day. Anyone who has served in our armed forces is being celebrated today, so we thank them for that. It's also Origami Day today, celebrating the ancient Japanese art of paper folding. I do love origami. It's mind-boggling to me that people figured these little things out. In elementary school, <laughs> we um, we had intramural origami. Okay. You know, it was not sanctioned by the school, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of paper folding going on at Caneyville Elementary School in the late 70s and early to mid-80s. Uh, I excelled at the origami football. I was going to say the oh, yeah, football, gotta... but the most advanced was the what you're going to do with your life piece. Oh, the, you know, yeah, absolutely. The fortune teller. That's, that's right. Yes, yes. Yep. yep. So. Who you gonna marry? All that good stuff. Oh yeah, you could yeah answer. All, I mean, your life was completely planned out by third grade. <laughs> if you had a friend that had a you know origami, it's as simple. Ball. If you had that and a magic eight ball, you needed really nothing else. You didn't have to come back to school. The Collins Dictionary has named its word of the year. First okay. of all, I don't know who the Collins Dictionary is. <laughs> it's Colin. <laughs> I've never heard of Collins one Dictionary. Of the, I, know, I know Urban Dictionary. <laughs> right. I know Webster's. Right. I know Merriam-Webster. Yes. I know, but... Dictionary.com? Is that, this like that, Dictionary? Rick and Bubba have a dictionary. Uh, There's true. a Rick and Bubba dictionary. True. Yeah. Um, but Collins, 
Tom? No idea. I, I don't I don't know. No, I guess that would probably be fun, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but lockdown is the word of the year. Not quarantine? I don't know. What, I, I'm not sure. Well, again, that might be Webster. Yes, that might be Marion Webster. Might have taken Might have taken quarantine. They called dibs on quarantine. Uh, yes, uh, that's yes. right. According yeah. to the Guardian, I think that maybe the Guardian and uh, Collins are a, a, a European source. Other pandemic-related terms, though, being considered. Here you go: coronavirus, social distancing, self-isolate, key worker, furlough, TikToker, Megxit. Meghan Markle exiting Great Britain, Mexit. So there are some of the words. Last year, oh, yeah, this is in the United Kingdom. Last year's term for Collins Dictionary was climate strike. It's published by HarperCollins in Glasgow, England. Glasgow. Glasgow, England. There you go. But Oxford Dictionaries have updated the definitions of woman and man. I thought these were defined. I, I thought, thought that we was pretty, pretty I, simple. I thought we didn't need Oxford nor Miriam nor Webster nor Collins to define. I thought it was pretty well defined in the beginning. I mean, I don't need a Tom Collins to know <laughs> the difference, right? Like I'm, I'm one of the first things I think I learned in life was there there are two kinds. Pretty easy to figure that out. What's the difference? I mean, in my simpleton view, I, I understand. I did grow up in the country, though. I'm a simple girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Most of the things that you need to know about anatomy, you could have learned on a farm. Correct? Right. Over half of Americans still plan to travel for Thanksgiving. No matter what Andy Bashir says, apparently. Now, this is this is broadly it's across the country, not just in Kentucky. Sure. TripAdvisor says 56% of Americans plan to travel for the holiday. Seventy-six percent of people will drive to their destination, while only eleven percent will take flights. Another change this year: people are taking shorter trips and hosting smaller gatherings. TripAdvisor says the busiest time to hit the roads will be Thanksgiving Day and the day after. Researchers say Nashville might not be a popular place for visitors this year. Interest in hotel rooms in Thanksgiving uh, in Nashville for Thanksgiving is down sixty percent. Well, they might finally adjust their nightly rates to something that you can actually do. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. I thought it was expensive 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You can't throw. $300 won't get you a room in Nashville tonight. It's crazy. Mm-mm. Barely get your parking spot mm-hmm. because now they're charging parking for your hotel rooms, which mm-hmm. aggravates the fire out of me. Indianapolis is the worst about this. You can get a hostel for 350 <laughs> <laughs> It's going to take my camper with me. If I'm paying that much for parking. Sleep on the street. Source. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're having some fun. I don't want to tell people what to do. I, re- I really, I, I'm not. I try to throw information out there, and and I think I'm on record for eight months of being pretty practical about COVID-19, coronavirus, et cetera. Um, I told you, in I said, when you see me wearing a mask, you probably should wear a mask. Right, because I'm I'm not going to do it until I need to. But when I need to, I will, and I have. Really, really, really study about Thanksgiving. I mean, just look at the numbers. Look, look at where we were. Look at where we are today. Look at the direction that we're heading. And then you make what you think is the best decision for you and those around you. Mm-hmm. But 
we're, I'm, we're at an important time. Um, we're going we're going completely in the wrong direction. We're at where we were trying to avoid the first two weeks. That's I, right. I was reading the story of the day that we had our first case here, mm-hmm. and it was reported that Bashir announced 34 new cases of COVID-19 that day. Yeah. yeah. And what was it, 21? 20, 2,200 20, yesterday. Yeah, 2,200, 2,300, and we're not really blinking. It's amazing. At when it. you, it's yeah. it's um well and, and here's the thing I would like I would like to say. No one can take your Thanksgiving. No one can take your, your Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a heart condition. Mm-hmm. And just as the governor went on to say yesterday, I don't think I quoted him on it, but he said you should he said you should absolutely celebrate Thanksgiving in your heart and you should count your blessings and that's what Thanksgiving is. But if you're just dogmatically and cavalierly assembling people in a confined space in a room, you're you're saying, "Well, I can't, I can't, I can't not be around these people for Thanksgiving." Well, just know that thanks to this virus, it, for some of them, it could be their last Thanksgiving because of the choices that are made. So I'm saying, just take all of that into consideration. And then make what you think is the best decision for you and your situation all the way around. It's America. You have liberty. But you also have information. And you have freedom of choice. So let's just make some good ones. I did not intend for soap. I did not intend soapbox to creep under me right there. But 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 listen, there's a reason we don't allow skateboarders and bicycles on freeways. You know, on I-65, you can't walk it. You can, It's just too dangerous. Dangerous, right. So it's not like this is the first time we're trying to put some guidelines in to say, let's do something to keep us safe. Misty, you kicked off the turkey talk line, the butterball turkey talk line uh, season last hour on mm-hmm. Shop Local Litchfield. Mm-hmm. Did you get Did you get a story? Did you get Did you get a best story? No, I didn't because okay. we spent we spent all of our time talking about all the people who are going to be new cooks this year because we are probably. Mm-hmm. Going to stay home and cook instead yeah. of gathering with the extended family. Yep. So. Well, so we're going to have a, a butterball turkey talk line expert on tomorrow during In the Know. And so maybe we typically get a best call ever type story. Yeah, but I've story. run across some true stories about funny Thanksgiving mishaps that I think you might enjoy. One is called a literal meltdown. Um, this is uh, Michelle Harbor from Forest Hills, New York. She said, several years into our marriage, I hosted our first Thanksgiving dinner. I ran the dishwasher overnight, but it malfunctioned. On Thanksgiving morning, I discovered that my plastic-handled flatware had melted into what looked like a display at the Museum of Modern Art. Oh, nice. If it gets down there on that heating element, you can forget it. Luckily, the local houseware store was open. I bought replacements and ultimately did serve Thanksgiving dinner about two hours late. But it was years before I hosted another major family gathering. And the smell of that melted plastic. Oh, yeah. And how long. You know, if you ever melt something like a plastic container in the oven and it gets down there on the heating element and it just forever it's there. Um Tina in Hollywood, Florida said, Thanksgiving at my aunt's house and I had promised to bring two pies, but not my new puppy. Determined to impress, I baked a magnificent pumpkin pie with delicate pastry leaves embellishing the crust and a blueberry one with a buttery woven lattice. I triple wrapped the pies in foil and headed out for a run. I returned home to find half-eaten pies and a purple puppy. Oh, That's one of our dogs back at home. Mm Mm-hmm. He ate my grandpa's birthday cake one year. Dogs will get into it no matter 
what? Yeah. Oh, we can we can enjoy this. Those of us who live out here in rural uh, rural portions of the country. Rose Gilbert from New Jersey said, "While we drove through South Carolina to visit my family for Thanksgiving, our Brooklynite na- uh, friend was full of questions. He studied the passing landscape with a worried look. So, city slicker comes to the country. That's okay. what you need to know here. City slicker comes to the country." He said, how's the economy down here? I see some areas built up, but there are these long gaps between them. My brother, who is a southern gentleman, thought for a moment and then answered, down here, we call those gaps farms. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine, though, somebody from New York coming for the first time in their life to drive through Litchfield to Caneyville? What happened to all the buildings? (laughs) Well, they never sprouted. (laughs) Yeah. We planted the we, beans. We didn't plant it. We, we didn't. Know. Our building seeds were duds. <laughs> they came from China. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, John Sertus said, "Days before my wife and I got married, I was invited to my future in-laws for Thanksgiving dinner. We all brought something, and I volunteered to bring a Caesar salad. I called a restaurant, and they actually gave me their recipe. It called for five cloves of garlic." But at the time, I didn't know the difference between a clove of garlic and the entire head. I'll never forget the look on my future father-in-law's face when he tried to eat that thing I created. Wowza. That's a lot of garlic. That's what the father-in-law said. He said, wow, that's tart, he said. Yeah. I think the smell would have tipped you off that you went a little deep in the garlic, right? (laughs) Sure. Jill Brooks from Utah said, on Thanksgiving one year, I was racing home from work because I had several guests coming over for dinner. The only thing I still needed was a centerpiece for the table. I wanted a decorative squash, so I rushed to my local store and hunted for them until I saw the store manager. Flustered and out of breath, I yelled, are you out of your gourds? To which the manager said, what do we do this time? (laughs) (laughs) Know what happens at that store a lot. So, just funny Thanksgiving things that, you know, it just, it can happen, right? There you go. Got to get to a break. Got plenty of entertainment news. Got chart toppers later in the show. Point to ponder, pearl of wisdom. Plenty more on the way here on In the Note. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am Did you know the side of a hammer is called a cheek? Oh, that's fun. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So, is it the thing you smash? Is that the nose? Is that the nose of the hammer? Yeah, so the claws on the back. You hit the nail right on the head. Right. That's the head of the nail, so what do you... Right. What's that? But I didn't know the side of it would be a cheek. The back of it's the claw, right? The claw, forehead. Claw. I, Isn't it just the head of the hammer? I would think Ooh, so. The but head is a shark, but that's the shape of its head. So I don't know that that's actually right. called its head. But you hmm. got the head of a nail. But why would I mean cheeks? I, I get it. But is the side of the hammer called the cheek because of our cheeks, or do are our cheeks called cheeks because of the hammer? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That requires way more cognition yeah, I was gonna say, I'm, than I have. You lost me. I don't have a Collins dictionary in front of me to check. I'm <laughs> can, sorry. We get the, can somebody call Collins and find out? <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey would possibly make a How to Lose a Guy sequel. Okay. 
He said there's one romantic comedy that he would be willing to return to, and it is a follow-up to How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, starring he and Kate Hudson, and has remained a fan favorite 17 years after its debut in 2003. It is really a phenomenal movie. It is. It good. is a good, mm-hmm. uh, it is, if you've never seen it, it is a great romantic comedy. He's good. She's good. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I can only remember one scene out of the movie, but I remember really liking it. It's got a Keith Urban song in it. Does it? Yeah. It's been too long. So, I mean, it's just, it's hard to. I've raised three kids since then. Who knows? 2003. I guess it could be okay. But she's, let's see, he's 51 now. I don't know. Yeah, so what's she, the movie about? She is. The uh the sequel? Yeah. What would it be about? Did they I get married in the movie? They ended up together, right? Yeah. Right? And they raised love ferns. Yeah. <laughs> they had a whole solarium full of love ferns <laughs> as their as their offspring. Matthew Morrison will play the Grinch in an NBC musical special. The holiday season will be a bit grumpier with a little help from Glee's Matthew Morrison, who will portray Dr. Seuss's Grinch in a two-hour musical event for NBC. He's got the hair for it. Just show the movie. (laughs) I know. I mean, just... just, Wait, why put... Jim Carrey? He was was pretty good as the Grinch. It's it's one of the few roles that Jim Carrey has been able to disappear into. Mm Mm-hmm. When I look at the Grinch, I see the Grinch. I don't see Jim Carrey. And most everything else that I see Jim Carrey do, he's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. So, I, Which is too much for me most of the time. The Grinch is owned by Universal. NBC is owned by Universal. Just show the movie. <laughs> I agree. but I what hate. I'd rather see. <laughs> so we have seen the, the pandemic has been... Good for some people physically. It's been not so good for some people physically. Mm-hmm. We've seen Adele and what she's been able to do with her physique. Have you seen Rebel Wilson? No, Fat Amy is gone. Rebel Wilson looking very good. Wow. She, she was on the Drew Barrymore show and she said that she suffered from emotional eating prior to her weight loss. Yeah. And now she's looking very good. So is she Fat Amy now? Yeah, I don't know. Can she play that? Can she play that character, or know, does she right? have to do something? Need to see her try it. She have to do something different. I don't know. Uh, what else to tell you about entertainment wise? Uh, Harry Styles has been recognized recognized by Variety as Hitmaker of the Year. Okay. So he's had that. Was it watermelon, watermelon sugar? sugar, which yeah. I'm sure is innuendo about something. I've not spent any time dissecting it. I did ask aloud one day, what does that song, what does that title even mean? Yeah. And then I realized I probably don't really want to yeah, know. Don't want to dig into so that. I just moved along and said, you know, like, okay, I don't know what it is, but it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's kind of a clever song. I got it. And then I have also run across the list of the happiest songs in the world. Songs that are designed to make you happy. Would you like to know what they are? Sure. I'm ready. According to Mental Floss, the 10 happiest songs, number 10, Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Number nine, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor. Number eight, Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi. Okay. Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper at seven. The Monkees, I'm a Believer at six. Thinking Shrek. And then Shrek. 
It, it is. is. But, I, yeah, I love the monkeys. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger at five. Billy Joel's Uptown Girl at four. The Beach Boys' Good Vibrations at number three. ABBA, Dancing Queen at two. It's kind of a loping song. You know, it's not real fast. It's not real slow. It's kind of bouncy. But number one, according to Mental Floss, the happiest songs of all time, a Dutch neuroscientist decided Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Really? The happiest song of all time. It's like Pharrell Williams' happiest song. I was going to say, that one's... Doesn't that seem like obvious? Yeah, yeah I thought that was going to be number one. It's also happy. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. There's plenty more on the way. Point to ponder. Chart toppers. Pearl of wisdom ahead here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Why do we call them chicken fingers? Mm. As far as I know, the chicken has no fingers. That's the fun of it. So why did we... But really, though, where did that come from? Like, Is there a reason we looked... So we have the leg. Yeah. We have the... But wing. It, we have the wing, but it's not... Mm-hmm. But the wing is the wing. The leg is the leg. The drum is the drum. The breast is the breast. The finger... The neck is the neck. Yeah. Save the neck for me, Clark. Yeah. yeah. There's even gizzards. <laughs> That's if exactly. If you really deep in, into the caney. Or livers or yes. like whatever. Yeah. yeah. The finger is not the fi- It's a misnomer. Well, you know, we went awry with the whole buffalo wing thing. When we did that, it was like we can do whatever we want with the chicken parts. Okay. Call them what we want. All right. But it's not the breast because it's not the whole breast. That's right. It's misleading. The thigh is the thigh. Yeah. Hey, it's Druthers Day. You learn. You learn. The parts of the chicken when you work at Druthers. Yeah. Because y'all had, back in the day, you had to catch them and kill them, right? That's right. We had to chase them around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There weren't freezers back then. Nope. (laughs) CBS season four premiere of SWAT tonight on NBC. uh, Chicago Med season six premiere, followed by Chicago Fire season nine premiere. Chicago PD season eight premiere. And then um, if you'll stay with NBC late after Jimmy Fallon, it's the premiere of Chicago Public Works, Chicago Planning and Zoning, (laughs) Chicago Sanitation, Chicago Licensing, Chicago DMV, and Chicago Maintenance. Oh, man, if we could just get in the school system. <laughs> That's what they did with Law and Order. Like They did Everything, Law and Order yeah. like every so let's CSI, go, what, yeah. let's, what can we do? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. CSI did that too. Yep. Yeah, Vegas, New York, I've New Orleans. I've never watched any of those. None of those. NY, yeah. Yep. Right. None of them. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1918, fighting in World War One ended as the Allies and Germany signed an armistice in the forest of Compagnie. In 1620... Pilgrims aboard the Mayflower, anchored off Massachusetts, signed a compact calling for a body politic. In 1889, Washington became the 42nd state. In 1965, Rhodesia proclaimed its independence from Britain. I bet they wish they had to do that over again because have you ever heard of Rhodesia? I've not. There. Penny. (laughs) Penny. Take us back, Penny. (laughs) At least you knew who they were then and were supported, and now they're out there and... I bet they're not loving it. (laughs) You'll be back. (laughs) You'll be back. (laughs) Then you'll see you belong to me. In 1992, the Church of England voted to ordain women as priests. 
Five years ago today, the world's two uh, biggest beer makers, Anheuser-Busch InBev and Saab Miller, announced they would join forces in a $107 billion merger. Wow. Fuzzy Zeller is 69 today. I'm looking forward to the Masters tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Stanley Tucci is 60. Demi Moore is 58. Callista Flockhart is 56. Carson Kressley is 51. Leonardo DiCaprio is 46 today. And musician John Batiste, band leader for Stephen Colbert, is 34 today. Gone but not forgotten. Abigail Adams in 1744. Dostoevsky was born this day in 1821. George S. Patton in 1885. Jonathan Winters in 1925. What was that character he played on uh, Mork and Mindy? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm to remember but my favorite, But my favorite Jonathan Winters role, though, is It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Mm, I'm not seeing that. So, good one. All right, let's get to some chart toppers for today. Is my story, it's sad but true. 1961, Dion was number one. We all got warned about her. Yep. See, we've been shaming women for their names way longer than Karen. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like... Who decided Sue? Who decided that Sue needed to change? 1970. The Jackson 5 and I'll Be There. My favorite Jackson 5 song. Look over your shoulder, honey. Spot on. Yeah, I mean, that's even, I got beyond the first verse part where Michael sings, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 1979. The Commodores, featuring Lionel Richie. One of my favorite Commodore songs, by the way. Really? Okay. One reason is because when I was a young teenager, the Cougar Marching Band, it was in the field show okay. one season. All right. Okay. Well, I withhold all judgment. It's band related. Wild Wild West, The Escape Club. I never liked this song until I got older. 1988. I really enjoy it. It's one of those, I remember the day it arrived in this building. Did you like it that much, or you just... It was yeah, I liked great. it. I mean, it was... All right. It's hip. Well, that's what they say in the song. It was one of the records I could play that didn't get scratched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funky, fresh, and clean. That's what we were looking for in back in the day. That's right. Oh... Solid. Elton John, number one in 97. I think this live version is better than the original. 
I saw a headline from him the other day that said after his world tour, he never wanted to sing Crocodile Rock ever again. Uh, I was like, we don't want to hear you sing it live anyway. We have the recording, and I'm perfectly fine with relying upon it. I do like the age and raspiness in his voice in this live, though. Yeah, better, but to do that falsetto in Crocodile Uh, Rock, it's like, don't even try it. Just keep it down on the farm, and you'll be fine. Just play the recording. 2006, (laughs) Justin Timberlake. My love. Charge Lapper's not too bad today. No, they're actually pretty good. I hope I'm not ruining it with Justin Bieber. I'm a Bieber fan. Five years ago today, the Biebs was number one with What Do You Mean? All right, MB's Perloism for today. Pulled something that I thought kind of summarized Veterans Day. It's just, you know, it's hard to properly... Mm-hmm. Hard to properly encapsulate yes. everything that veterans mean and why veterans serve and who they are. And so I hope, hopefully I've been able to find something that at least close to aptly does it. The true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. Mm-hmm. The true soldier fights not because he hates what is in front of him, but because he loves what is behind him. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Sam Gormley, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.